aka Patters. Welcome to episode 473. I'm your host. I'm your boy. I am the pop culture pope, Peter A. DeLuca. And you are listening to aka Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. Everyone's talking about Predator. Everyone's talking about Prey. We're going to get to Prey. But I just feel like to properly build into the release of that movie, it just happened this past Friday. I've only seen it one time. You, everyone, everyone that listens, you guys know. I like to watch movies more than once, multiple times. I'd like to absorb and memorize and and see through the movie, see the through lines, recognize the breaks, meaning where we're lost, recognize how well we were with the main character, and recognize the intent. So I'm still analyzing a lot of Prey. Prey is coming, but right here, right now, we're talking a forgotten like time i forgot i would say like a forgotten double summer and yeah i'm going from memory here i'm not completely you know researching the hell out of all of this but it's summer 1990 predator 2 drops i see with my father uh him and i yeah we're it was just one of those eh type things understandable because the idea of a predator going from the jungle to the concrete jungle. Yeah, this is something we've seen with Tarzan. It was it was an awesome, thrilling idea. Uh, a lot of the visuals around the movie leading into it from the comic shops was the Predator in the city. And we're getting a movie of it, and it was just exciting. But we get Danny Glover. Danny Glover is the guy that kills the Predator, and he it, this creates a trend that the franchise has yet to correct, meaning the people who kill Predators in the Predator franchise are less and less likely to kill a spider on a wall. Now, Adrian Brody, I give him a lot of credit. Uh, he looked jack. He looked ready. He beats a Predator with a log in Predators. That's two episodes from now. So this this movie... But let, let's just talk about the time that this movie came out. This was an avalanche of what I would consider kick-ass sequels that, are, even to this day, are not fully recognized. Gremlins 2, A New Batch, Robocop 2, Predator 2. And then we do get the one, the, the Holy Grail, we'll call it, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. We four major franchises, four amazing sequels, each one a uh, divergent from the first one. Now, I do make the argument that Terminator 2 essentially is a remake of Terminator. I stand by that. But the other three, I mean, holy crap. Especially Robocop 2. I mean, what a ballsy, ready to go sequel. New batch. Gremlins New Batch does what I love that sequels do. It just goes into a whole other stratosphere, a whole other direction, something you would not expect. And in a way, that's what we get with Predator 2. And this movie, I believe this movie, Stephen Hopkins, that's our director. I mean, this guy goes back to Highlander, 1986. Not the director, he just worked on the movie. Dangerous Game, 1987, I have yet to see that. A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Dream Child, 80, 1989. This, uh, I did talk about this movie. This, this is a tough, this is a tough nightmare movie, but 
it does build wonderfully on the Freddy Krueger backstory. Then we get, we have a really good run here. Predator 2, 1990. Predator, I mean, geez, Judgment Day, 1993. Forgotten movie, awesome. Uh, very Walter Hilly. 1994, Forgotten, amazing Tommy Lee Jones movie, blown away. Forgotten, Michael Douglas, Val Kilmer, killing a lion, hunting a lion in in Africa, the ghost, of, the ghost and the darkness, 1996. Now, here we go. This is where, this is where you can argue a career stops. Even though I freaking love this movie, I I love it so much. I've seen it so many times. 1998, Lost in Space. I don't know why. I I love the movie. I really do. I I just think that movie too. The the premise, the beginning, uh, echoes Fantastic Four so much. I bleep blip. You know, CGI character, awesome, tons of fun. Uh, all the redesign work or the, the design work, there's so much heart in that movie. Gary Oldman's great, awesome villain, uh, awesome mechanical spider things. We would later see something very similar in the beginning of Star Wars Episode Three. So we have a we have a dude, we have a dude in a run, Stephen Hopkins. And the way how he shot this somewhat future Los Angeles, because this movie has a great opening. It's the jungle, but it's not the jungle. It's just the wooded area right outside Los Angeles. But we're semi into the future. Uh, the drug cart. I mean, tell me if this doesn't sound topical. L.A. is hot. It's overheating. The drug cartels are, are slowly taking over. The police don't have enough to compete with the uh, drug cartels. And it's just all-out war. Uh, homelessness, drug abuse just runs rampant in the city. I mean, come on. Self-fulfilling prophecy there for the city of Los Angeles. But we're semi-into the future. And the way how he shoots this movie. Now, we quickly are introduced to all the characters. Everyone's somewhat of a stereotype. All the personalities are quickly set. Danny Glover is quickly set up as a guy that just, he, he's a man of action, action hero, right? Like, you know, like we want that lethal weapon this. We just, it just, it's hard to buy him killing a predator. But no, and Stephen Hopkins shoots this movie in what I believe, because it's like it's 1990. A generation of people saw this. And the way how cities are shot moving forward, I'm talking Spawn, I'm talking The Crow, I'm talking Blade, it becomes more stylized, more more dark, more narrow, but also more wide. And, you know, Christopher Nolan adopted a lot of this for his Batman movies. And by wide, I mean we go, we go landscape. But everything you see is it's close and dark. And I, I, I realize these, the, the, these are platitudes. It's, it's hard to nail. But we get Bill Paxton in, in this movie. Amazing performance. Uh, you know, still to this day, I was so heartbroken at his death in this movie. Uh, <laughs> to me, growing up, you just couldn't trust Bill Paxton because he essentially dies in Terminator, dies in Alien, dies in Predator. Oh, my God. <laughs> like... 
like just haunts you. But yeah, and we get this building of this predator mythology at the end of this movie where we see elder predators. The predator is not a game hunter. I mean, I, I don't understand how people came to that conclusion post-Predator 2. He's not a game hunter. The Predator is sent to Earth to be tested against the best opponent it can find. And that is it. Now, and along the way, it must continue to test until it lives or dies. And the predators that we see at the end of this movie are the ones that that tested until until there was nothing else to be tested, nothing to do with game hunting. Okay, I, it's it's such a lazy approach to uh, the intent and the the meaning of the predator from the first two movies. Now, given this stuff gets confusing, it always gets confusing as a franchise marches forward. But it does stand. It still it's does stand up with the idea of the of the game of the kill pyramid from aliens versus predator tomorrow's or later today's episode episode 474 and the predator is just he's killing cops he's you know like some of the murders in this movie seem slasher but you see him he's he's killing cops he's killing drug lords he's killing uh drug soldiers yeah and like he does move up the, up the chain of the of the drug cartel line that we see in the beginning of the movie when he kills big willie amazing sequence too amazing cutaway shot where uh he faces big willie he's it's mano y mano type you know type action and you hear Big Willie scream, and we just cut to like his his face screaming, but the, it's the predator walking away with Big Willie's head. Yeah, and yeah, you know, this movie builds into Danny Glover, who basically is now rapidly hunting the predator because the predator killed his partner. Again, the predator is chipping chipping away at who's best. Because he does kill Danny Glover's partner, there's there's a chain here. But then we have a character that we have a nod coming up in The Predator. But we have <laughs> uh, J- Jake Busey, right? Not Jake Busey, Gary Busey. And the government's aware, based on what happened in the jungle with Schwarzenegger, of this creature, and they're they're hunting it. So you now, given time, like time. Movie time has transpired between these two movies, but the government's aware of this creature and they want one. And so now there's like a third element. So it's the movie stacked and we have an awesome warehouse scene where the predator just literally kills everything, uh, you know, like in, in this factory warehouse, but uh, everything's rigged. To work against the predator, but but we see the predator being re- resourceful as we would expect the predator to be. Uh, great death, great uh, gotcha comeback, uh, save the day, don't let me die, I'm not dead yet. Uh, Gary Busey moment, and then like we build into at that point, there's nothing left for the predator but Danny Glover. So it does work, but at the same time, I mean, it's a tough battle. It's a fun battle. The predator 
gets beat up. Uh, you know, like he he eventually dies within his own ship, which is kind of cool. And we see a little bit of a ritual with the predators when one of them falls. Again, th- this is a little bit extra and a little bit more meaning because the predator built up such a mystique from that first movie. We needed a little bit more, and this is where Predator Two is a full success. It gives us a little bit more the right way. The big issue is that we don't get the feeling that he's looking for the best and he wants to face the best. So there you go. Everyone, full recommendation. Watch this movie with the bundle of sequels I mentioned earlier. Gremlins 2, The New Batch, Robocop 2, Predator 2, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Uh, One of the greatest drops sequel droppings ever between two years, 1990 and 1991. Everyone, aka Pads Audio Audacity Podcast, I fucking love this movie. I can watch it any day, any day, rock and roll, ep- next episode. And, you know, we're going ha- to have a great anecdote for episode 344, 374. Can, uh, I just feel like I'm fumbling on It's It's a Monday. It's a Monday. And I had a party hard weekend. Anecdote. Eyes of Asia, my co-creator, Ken Hazer. And, uh, yeah, I mean, great story. And just guys in the creative flow thinking, literally thinking it was their time and seeing Predator versus Aliens or Aliens versus Predator together was a part of that. So I'll tell you that story. I'll tell you everything around it. Tell you what I think of AVP because I think AVP gets a raw deal. Rock and roll, people. Let's do it.